There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we continue with Our American Stories. Home isn't just a place. It's, we hope, the most important place in our lives. And there's just something special about the American home and what it means to all of us. Up next to tell her story is Ruth McKinney, author of Hungry for Home. She's lived in over 30 different houses herself. Here's Ruth with her story. Well, I was an assistant DA in the state of Virginia for several years, and then I became an assistant attorney general. And up to that point, I think I'd moved about 23 times. So moving and home and a sense of stability were really important to me. I got married when I was right about 30, and my husband announced to me, we're going to be moving up to the Philadelphia area. I get pregnant right after we move, And that first year, Bob and I lived in nine different homes. And I'll tell you what, for somebody who had been practicing law for several years and then starting to stay home and moving around nine different times, that was my first real identity crisis. And I think a lot of women who have done that can probably say the same thing. You you go from feeling a sense of accomplishment and purpose to what am I doing all day but cleaning up something that keeps getting messed up? And I'm all of a sudden out of my lane when I had felt very in my lane before. The end of that first year, Bob and I contacted a realtor who took us and sat us down and said, how much can you afford? And 
we told her. She burst out laughing. And for any realtor out there, I would advise that's the last thing you should ever do. Well, she called us two weeks later and said, are you afraid of hard work? We didn't know what that meant. She took us to a home about 150 years old, sliding off the foundation. And my husband looked at me and said, we can do it. So we go to Home Depot and that's where our house flipping story really begins. We had one toilet. I mean, the house was literally sliding off the foundation. It had a Martha Washington staircase up it. So you couldn't get, I mean, we couldn't understand why are there only twin beds on the second floor? Well, you couldn't get bigger beds or bigger furniture up the stairs. So Bob and I ended up having to build an entire two-story addition on the back just to get our furniture upstairs. And because it was the only bathroom we had and we had no kitchen, whoever took a shower had to wash the dishes that were in the bathtub first. But we were approached by that same realtor 18 months later and she said, you know, you can sell this for more than double. Well, right then we knew we were good at something. My family going back generations, my grandfather was an evangelist. Uh, they traveled all over Asia, Sumatra. My dad grew up with his five siblings overseas. And there were constantly people in and through my grandparents and my parents' home. And I knew I had a heart for blessing people in and through our house. We began to flip homes every 18 to 24 months. We found that we had a real knack for it. So it was a lot of moving and doing all of the work ourselves. Bob was literally coming home from work and working I mean, he would say goodnight to our daughter and start working around seven, finish around one, leave for work again at five in the morning. We did that day in and day out. So that was the second thing we had to work on, not just the home, but how to navigate things as a couple. And I, I'll never forget, we went and sat down in Barnes and Noble because we had no money to go on a date, but we could get the magazines on the shelf, sit down for free with a cup of coffee and put the magazines back. But he and I would each take a, a yellow legal pad of paper while we go through magazines and we would write down what was most important to each one of us so that we could compromise on the other things. And then we would talk about it. And I would say what this did was give us a very healthy marriage. We have learned how to navigate hard things and compromise. We've learned how to laugh at our mistakes. There have been a lot of mistakes on the homes. And if we didn't get a sense of humor or give each other grace, it would have been really, really hard. I mean, imagine it. We're moving literally every 18 to 24 months. Not to mention we had five kids in five different homes. I'll never forget in one of the houses, Bob was laying tile on a new kitchen floor for me and it was a subfloor, which means it's a wooden floor. And he had applied concrete on the whole thing and started to tile. And I came home and said, oh, let's go out to dinner. He said, great. So we went out to dinner. We come home only to realize that all that concrete had hardened onto the plywood. And you cannot get it off. So Bob had to take a chisel and a hammer and chisel the whole floor. But all of these things, I think that's one of the reasons I love and appreciate my husband so much. He just isn't afraid to make mistakes and he's just gonna try again. And not many people can do that. I mean, I, when I first met Bob, <laughs> my dad said, 
I don't want to hear Bob's name one more time because all your mom said is, well, let's get Bob. Let's call Bob. And uh, so that kind of became a running joke. Um, Bob the Builder is who I was married to. (laughs) You know, we were trial by fire. I mean, in one house, I'll never forget standing on the stairs and Bob fell through the ceiling of the second floor, down through my floor, down into the basement. He had stepped on the wrong beam. So... It's given us a real, just a a love and appreciation for each other's skill set. You know, somebody asked me once, they said, well, I don't have a family culture. And I said, oh, yes, you do. You have a family culture, whether you're intentional about creating it or not. So you better be intentional about it. You know, we could easily have just pushed through and worked only, but we had kids in the process. And to me... What makes and creates home is those family traditions and connections. So that's where I feel like my passion, skill set, whatever you want to say, comes through is how do you create family traditions that make your kids keep wanting to come back? I have no interest in having a perfect life. What I've wanted to do is to create a safe place for my kids to not be perfect in. And for people to come in and feel loved and appreciated, relaxed, not feel like they could never measure up, and uh, just wanting them to feel like they're home when they're here. When we first bought the house, there was a photographer. Our home was being put in a book called Stone Houses. And the photographer came from New York who had done a number of estates, museums. I mean, he was a very accomplished photographer. And he came into our house. He was staying here for about 10 days photographing. And he walked through the whole house completely silent. And I was scared to death because I knew most of the things in our home, Bob and I have collected from, you know, antique sales and garage sales. And I thought, what is he going to say? And he walks into my kitchen and I said, is everything okay? And he said, I only have one thing to say. And I said, what? He said, I'm home. And I thought you couldn't give me a bigger compliment than for someone to feel that way in my house. So it's been really exciting. And I just sit there and go, Lord, you have taken this to a place I never could have. It's just been an amazing time to say, I can't receive any of the accolades. It's only God. In the words of C.S. Lewis, the fact that our heart yearns for something earth cannot supply is proof that heaven must be our home. And all of us homemakers can accomplish only so much through our efforts to fill a void that only heaven can truly fill. These efforts, however, are important, and the ability to make others feel loved, welcome, and cared for during their journeys through life is one of the greatest gifts you can give. Restoration is always possible. Great things can grow out of ruins. Families can thrive in places that were once unfit for life. Take it from me. You will never regret the effort it takes to make your house a home. And a terrific job on the production, editing, and storytelling by our own Madison Derricott. And a special thanks to Ruth McKinney for sharing her story and her husband's and so many Americans who have the same passion and that is creating a beautiful home for their families and a culture and a story of family. And her book is called Hungry for Home and you can get it at Amazon or the usual suspects. And my goodness, she spent so much time flipping houses, rebuilding houses, moving and moving again. And finally, how this story ends is she's finally created a home. And so many of us... That's what we want more than anything else, is a home, a family, and a place we can call our own. 
Ruth McKinney's story, Hungry for Home, here on Our American Stories. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 